What's going on, Badger fans? Welcome to another episode of Lockdown Badgers. Really excited about this. So we have um, Thomas Heiberger's high school coach coming on to break down his film, talk about what makes him so special. We're going to get into all of that on today's Lockdown Badgers on Wisconsin, and let's go. You are Locked On Badgers, your daily podcast on the Wisconsin Badgers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, what is going on, Badger fans? Welcome to Locked On Badgers, your team every day. I'm your host, Ryan Herrings. We're going to, you know, we're not wasting any time here. We're going to bring Coach Benedetto on, uh, coming in, Thomas Heiberger's head coach. Uh, coach, thank you so much for jumping into the show. Really, really do appreciate it, man. Yeah, thanks for having me on. Excited to... Talk about Tommy and talk about the Badgers. Now, this is this is one of the prospects that uh, we talked a little bit before the show that Badger fans are really excited about just because physically we, we've heard about the explosiveness, the ability. Um, are those stories true? Is he indeed an athletic unicorn? Yeah, Tom, Tommy moves and bends and, and jumps and, and runs really, really well. Uh, he's, he's a 40-inch vertical. We, we tested him in the spring in the weight room. Um, his weight room numbers as far as like clean and bench and squat are, are out the roof. And he did track for the first time this year too. And uh, for learning to come out of the blocks for the first time, he did really well and, and had some good times in the 100 and 200. When did you, when did you know that he was different? When did you first see him? So it's a, we're, this is only our third year as a high school. So Tommy went to a different high school as a freshman and then our new high school got built. And we had, we saw our kids for the first time in June, when we started lifting and he's this tall, six-four, skinny kid. Um, but you saw how he how he squatted and how he how he bent. Um, and then you saw him on the field and how he ran. It was like, all right, this kid's this kid's got a chance to be a pretty good um, college football prospect. Um, I would say his sophomore year, he probably was just a really good athlete playing linebacker. Uh, it was his first year playing defense as a sophomore. He started for us, um, but then last year he 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 improved on his technique. Is super coachable, and and he turned into a really really good football player last year. Talk, talk about the aspect of it, because there's a lot of athletes who, who never develop technique, who aren't coachable. Where does that come from? With well, you, you say Tommy, this, that's awesome. Where does that come from with Tommy? I think I think it's just it's just kind of in his DNA. It's, his dad played baseball in college. Um, he's, he's got a really great family. Um, so he, he takes guidance and he takes coaching really well. Like Here's an example for you. We're playing, I think it was our first week of the season, and Tommy rushed the passer and just went for a sack. And our defensive coordinator kind of gave him a hard time, like, you got to strip the ball, Tommy. Um, so he's working that with our D-line coach all week. Sure enough, next week he, we get a strip sack, fumble for a touchdown. Um, so it just takes one week for him to apply the coaching. And um, that, I think that's what makes him special, too, he, is he's just a super good kid um, and very, very coachable. How does it feel as a coach to, to be working with a kid on something, to be putting those reps in in practice, and then the next week you see it come to fruition? Yeah, it's awesome. You know, that's that's why we coach, right? You want to see progress and kids get better every day. And um, I think he's a great example for our team. I think it's going to do him a lot of good when he gets to college. You know, he's going to go to Wisconsin and be on scout team and get plowed in the ground by a 6'7", 330-pound lineman. Um, but he's going to learn from it, and he's going to get better from it. And I think that's that's why I think he's going to have a successful college career. So I'm going to have you put uh, kind of your coach hat on here for a second. What kind of defense do you guys run? Um, and then how, how do you guys use Tommy in that, in that scheme? Yeah, so we, we run a 3-3-5 stack. Um, we see a lot of spread teams, and we feel like that, that takes away the run um, when teams are in 10 personnel. Um, and we, we have the ability to, to play zone and man and different things like that. 
in our in our base defense, Tommy's our Sam linebacker, so he's to the strong side in the stack. Um, but last year we messed around with with putting him down a defensive end, and he obviously had a lot of success doing that. Um, but he's the strong side guy. The, the runs coming at him most of the time, um, and he's really really developed seeing the offensive line, reading the down blocks, reading the kickouts, um, and, and being explosive down and, and shutting down the run. How difficult is that? maybe for a high school kid who is usually the best athlete on the field to, to keep that technique, to keep that eye discipline. Is that something you have to work with Tommy or is it just, he's just such a good athlete that it doesn't almost, I don't want to say it doesn't matter at that level, but he can outrun mistakes. You know, we, we have, um, we're really lucky at Jefferson. we got some really good defensive coaches. Ed Whiting is our defensive coordinator. He's been doing it for a long time. Um, and then uh, the university Sioux Falls is in, is in Sioux Falls, obviously. And we have a a guy that was an all American linebacker, a division two level that coaches our linebackers too. So Tommy's got some really good people coaching him up. Um, and he, he takes, like I said, he takes coaching really well. And um, I think he really trusts uh, coach Whiting and, and coach Ennels and, and gets better every day from those guys. Um, and then continuing with your coaching hat on, if you had to do a quick scouting report, if you were coaching against Tommy, maybe how, what, what would you say jumps off on film? What would you kind of point to when you watch him? Yeah, I think, I think the first thing is he's just, he has a high motor. Because usually when you have a, a dominant defensive player as an offensive coach, I'm going to run away from him, right? Um, but there were a lot of times that teams were run away from Tommy and he's chasing things down from the backside. Um, whether he's slanting in or slanting out, whatever it is, he's he's always pursuing of the football. So that makes it difficult. Um, as a former option coach, I'm reading him. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to run run a little option and try to read him. And uh, But unfortunately, with his length and how athletic he is, he probably can, can take the quarterback in the dive at the same time. So uh, we're going to throw away from him if we had to, ever had to get in that situation. Uh, you mentioned former option coach. When when did you go away from that? Yeah, I was at a I was at a small school um, just outside of Sioux Falls, about about 400 kids. Uh, we ran the true flexbone, kind of where I grew up in Illinois. There are a lot of flexbone teams that had a lot of success, so I got um, some ideas from them. And then I got to a bigger school. We're about 2,000 kids. Um, we're able year in and year out to have the skilled players and quarterbacks that, that we wouldn't normally have at a, at a smaller school. So we went more to more to this to I would say a spread, um, but we still use tight ends quite a bit and, and try to run the football. Sounds a lot like what Wisconsin's doing, moving to the spread, still going to use tight ends, run the football. And you mentioned the three through five stack. It's going to be similar in some ways to what Luke Fickle and Tressel ran at Cincinnati. Uh, did did Tommy talk about maybe that fit for Wisconsin at all, and how well he thinks he's going to fit into that scheme? Yeah, I think that's one of the the big reasons why I like Wisconsin so much to begin with is that outside linebacker position is just it's the perfect fit for him. Um, there were a lot of schools that recruited Tommy as a defensive end, um, and I think he just felt like the outside linebacker position um, long term fit him the best. And I think that was a, a big reason why he chose Wisconsin too. And talk about like that that fit. So I mean, he's just such a unique athlete with that size and that frame and athleticism. What is he best at on the football field? Is it pinning the ears back and going to get the quarterback, or is it just the versatility where you can move a piece like that all over the field? Really, yeah. I think I think being able to move him around is important. You know, I, I call our offense, um, and we we have some really good players on offense, and we try to move our, our best players in different positions to 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 utilize their strengths, right? Um, and our defensive coaches are able to do the same thing with Tommy. Whether it's putting him at defensive end, putting him at Mike, putting him at Sam. Um, he has the the ability to to really play anywhere on the field, um, and you you get a third and long situation, put Tommy at defensive end and pin his ears back against high school offensive linemen. Usually, that's going to be a win for us. 
And is is that kind of the counter to modern offenses to some degree? Uh, you have versatile, long athletes that can do a lot of different things. Yeah, yeah. Good athletes make great coaches. <laughs> um, you know, he's he's uh, he, he's one of those guys where wherever you put him, he's he's going to cause a problem for the for the opposing offense. Um, and that's kind of the fun thing for me. We're, we're planning on using Tommy a little bit on offense this year too. And it's like, where do we put him? Do we put him at tight end? Do we put him at running back? Do we put him at receiver? Uh, he's got a baseball background, so we could chuck it around. Do we use him at quarterback every once in a while? So that's fun for me to get to have him on the offensive side a little bit this year, too. It sounds like the answer is everywhere. We're going to play him. Like, yeah. All these you know, we have a we have a group chat with our offensive coaches, and usually once a week we we talk about what we could do with Tommy on offense, and I just kind of ended it. I said, guys, we can do anything with him on offense. Let's just pick one spot and roll with it. Um, right. So, yeah, we're, we're excited about that. In the, in the pantheon, in the history of the your coaching career, where where from the high school perspective, where does Tommy rank in terms of a prospect? Yeah, you know, I've only been been a head coach for five years, um, and I haven't. I've had a, a handful of guys go to South Dakota State, which is obviously a really good uh-huh. FCS football program. Um, but I think he he's the raw athleticism. He's the best I've ever coached. I, I grew up in the Chicago suburbs, so I was around some pretty good football growing up too a lot of big 10 players that came out of our area. And I, I think he stacks up uh, right there with all those guys too. Uh, Badger fans are super excited about it. Uh, we're going to take a very quick break, come back with coach Benedetto coming up. We are going to break down some of the film, a bunch more, excuse me, much more questions too, in terms of what's the next step for Thomas, where is he still trying to improve much more coming up with coach Benedetto, um, obviously the head coach of Thomas Heiberger, but first a quick break for our friends of the show. Um, and again, a, a very quick thank you for everybody tuning in. Um, really do appreciate it as we continue to build this community up. Today's episode is brought to you by our friends over at FanDuel. FanDuel is America's number one sports book. FanDuel.com slash locked on. Uh, now, especially with baseball going on, take your first swing at betting on Major League Baseball on FanDuel. Get 10 times your first bet uh, in bonus bets up to $200. That's right. Just $20 bets and you'll get $200 back in bonus bets, win or lose. I've talked about um, I have on the Badgers plus 1900 uh, undefeated regular season. Why not? The, the really only scary game is Ohio State. So that's what I'm on. Baseball's going on right now. Pennant races are coming up. That's $200. You can bet on everything from the money line to the over under to who you think is going to hit the first home run app that's safe, secure, incredibly easy to use. Plus, when you get win or when you win, you get paid instantly. Not like those other websites that it's really difficult to work through. They have nobody working customer service or support. FanDuel is not like that. There's no better place to bet on Major League Baseball than FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. Sign up today. Visit FanDuel.com slash locked on. Get $200 in bonus bets. That's FanDuel.com slash locked on. FanDuel is the official uh, sports betting partner of Major League Baseball. All right, let's bring Coach back on here. Let's break down some film. Let's continue talking about uh, Thomas Heiberger. Coach, before we throw the film up here, I do want to talk. A few, um, continue talking about what's he like as a kid, as a player? What's he like in the locker room? What's he like for the culture? Yeah, Tom, Tommy is just off the field in school, in the locker room. He's just a super nice kid. You know, he, he's he's quiet, um, but I think he 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 has convictions of who he is, right? Like he he's not gonna gonna go with the flow and and and, and do things because that's a cool thing to do. Tommy's gonna be Tommy. I think that's really important for him going to college. Um, you get him on the field, and he flips the switch, right? He goes from this tall big kid who's just kind of chill off the field and then you get him on the field and he's a competitor. Um, so I think that's, a, that's a good balance for him. You know, last year we had, we, we, uh, we had a really good team last year. We were undefeated and won the state championship and we had two, two other linebackers that are really, really good high school linebackers. And they kind of showed Tommy the ropes and coached him up 
and and Tommy's six inches taller than him and probably 30 pounds heavier, but he learned from those guys and he got better because of those guys. And I think that's going to be important for him going forward when he gets to college, learning from the juniors and seniors and, and soaking all the knowledge up that he can. That's, that's, a, that's a bit of a humble trait you're talking about, a player that's a little bigger but still able to take in coaching, take in um, tips and pointers from other from other players. You mentioned his dad was a college baseball player. Do you think a lot of that comes from his dad has kind of lived to some degree that life already? Yeah, I, th- I think his his parents have raised Tommy really well. You know, he, like I said, he's he's got really good character. Um, he he's humble. I think the the recruiting process for a lot of kids it's hard to stay humble. You know, you're getting all this attention, getting all these offers, and and Tommy, there was a, a span there of a week or two when he's got ten to twelve offers within two weeks, and that didn't change Tommy one bit. And I think that's I, th- I think that's why I think he fits the Wisconsin mold. You know, he's humble. He's going to work hard. He's going to bring his quote unquote lunch pail to work every day and, and get after it. I think that's the, the kind of guy that Tommy is. And then what's the next step for him? It, um, obviously, he's going to get into a college after one more year with you. He's going to get into a college strength and conditioning program. Uh, but from a football standpoint, where does he still have the most growth? You know, I think I think he's he's 215 pounds now, but I think he's got a lot of room to grow in his frame. I think he can easily add. 30 to 40 pounds and, and keep that athleticism that he has. Um, and then it's just, it's just learning football. This is, re- this is only his third year playing linebacker. Um, and you get to a college scheme. I know he's going to have a, a, a lot of, of room to grow learning the scheme and, and learning from coach Mitchell and coach Tressel, um, which when you're a, a smart kid, like Tommy's, you know, Tommy's a great student on and off the field. Uh, I think he's going to be able to soak up that knowledge and, and use it on the field. We heard a story um, uh, through one of the recruiting services, I believe it was, but that you guys or Tommy sent film off to Texas. Was it Texas A&M, Texas Tech? Texas Tech, yeah. And they said they basically just looked at his testing numbers, right, and almost offered just off of that. Is is well, How does that story go? Yeah, so so I was actually at a basketball game, um, and Tommy came up to me. I was sitting with my family. He's like, Coach, uh, Texas Tech is messaging and wants me to send a bunch of videos. Like, is this a joke? Um I said, no, send them. So they wanted like a video of him dunking, a video of him doing a broad jump and a vertical and measure, like have him stand in a doorway and take a picture of him, measure his, his wingspan, all that stuff. And yeah, once they saw those videos, um, they offered him. And that's really when things took off. I think that next weekend he went on his junior day to Wisconsin and got offered. And then it was it was crazy after that. Well, and that just speaks, and you mentioned this a couple of times, um, it speaks to the athletic tools that with a 6'4 frame, nobody's, Nobody has a 40 inch vertical. I mean, that's an NBA vertical. Yeah. Yeah. And and I think, too, you know, we're, we're in South Dakota and so- South Dakota's put out some really good college football players, FCS level. And and recently we've had a lot of FBS players, but um, schools aren't flocking to South Dakota to find linebackers and tight ends and running backs. Um, they got to be coming out here for a reason. And, and just Tommy's physical ability, his physical gifts is, is, is a lot of the reason he got the attention he did. Uh, we're going to throw on some film. Um, and, Coach, by the way, again, thank you so much for taking the time. We're all smarter when someone like you stops by, which is the whole point of this channel. So um, we're going to throw some film, run a couple clips, just have you kind of talk through what Tommy's doing, how you're using them, um, and have some fun with it. You ready? Okay. Yeah, sounds good. And, again, if you're – so we get a, quite a few people listen on the podcast. If you're listening, we'll do the best we can to talk through it. Obviously, for film clips, it's if you can catch it on YouTube, it's going to work a little better for you. But however you're finding us, we obviously appreciate it. Um, Let's get this film up here and let's let's talk through Thomas Heiberger. Coach, let me know when you can see it. Yep, I can see it. Perfect. So we're gonna play this.
39 inch vertical. That's still ridiculous, man. <laughs> so I'll, I'll just kind of probably play the clip and then we'll go back and talk through it. Yeah, so this is a third. I believe this was like third and third and long. Looks like third and 10. Um, and this is one of those situations where we're like, all right, we're going to put our best player down the line of scrimmage and, and rush the quarterback. Um, I think this is this is the eighth week of the season, so you could see that dip that he does by the, the by the offensive tackle. That that's a that's a pretty special thing to do. Um, you know, his, Tommy's first offer was from South Dakota State, um, and I played at South Dakota State. The head coach there is a, is a former teammate of mine, and when they offered, he said, "We're going to recruit him as hard as we can, but we're not going to touch him." And and this is this is a reason why they 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 said they're not going to touch him. There aren't six, four guys that can bend like that, uh, that, that end up at the FCS level. So I think this is, this is just shows number one, it's week eight. Tommy's kind of mastered his, his pass rush, but also just shows his athletic ability too. Well, and I was talking to a, a guy who does a lot of scouting and he said sometimes, and he saw, he was watching Thomas's film. He said, sometimes you need a guy who you can just line up on their, their best offensive lineman and say, go make a play, right? Where you don't have to scheme up pressure essentially. Yeah. All right. Let's get to this next clip here. Yeah, so on this one, I think we're in we're in cover three. Uh, Tommy's getting into his zone. Obviously, the the play gets broken down with a pass rush, and then that's just where he uses his his natural ability. Gets his eyes on the quarterback, tracks the football, and then then makes a really athletic catch, um, which is why we're excited to use him on offense a little bit, throw the ball to him at receiver. But just closing speed, obviously being able to go up and get the ball. I thought he stayed in bounds on this. Uh, the official obviously didn't. Um, but yeah, that's just, that just highlights his athletic ability right there. Did you get on him? Tell him he's got a house that. <laughs> no, I didn't. Cause then I got to call a couple more offensive plays after that. <laughs> that's awesome. Spoken like a true offensive guy. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. This, this is the, the first game that we put Tommy down a defensive end. Um, this was our second week of the season. Um, we, we decided to use them in this package again. I think it's it's third and nine. Um, this is kind of the motor I was talking about, right? Uh, he, he goes inside. He gets hit by the guard. Um, quarterback bounces out of the pocket. But that motor and then running through the tackle, uh, that quarterback took a shot on this play. Again, mm -hmm. that's that's kind of the intangibles of it would be easy to like, all right, I'm just going to go jog to, to the quarterback. But Tommy's sprinting to the football, um, doing what he's coached and, and obviously putting a big hit on the quarterback. And, you know, quarterback takes four or five of those, a couple of those, and they start seeing people. They start getting quick feet. They start making rush passes, right? That's that's a play that doesn't show up in the box score and in the, in the stats. But hitting the quarterback like that cleanly, um, it has an impact on the game. Yeah, and that's that's really the whole basis that, that our defensive coordinator revolves his defense around. We're going to get after the quarterback, and we're, we're going to ask a high school quarterback to step up in the pocket, to make a throw, and take a hit. Um, so we're, we're constantly blitzing, constantly stunning and getting after the quarterback. And, um, Tommy's really, really good at doing that. And I mean, we're going to watch a couple more clips here too, but we've already seen him on the first three clips lining up, um, in space in pass coverage, line up with his hand in the dirt. Again, just speaking to the versatility of this type of prospect. Now let's get to this one here. Hmm. 
back. I missed that one there. Yeah, that's just that's just Tommy using his speed. Um, kind of sets him up with a little deke. Um, he 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 put a lot into learning some pass rushing moves, and this is the last week of the season, week nine. Um, he gets isolated with an offensive lineman, puts a little deke, runs by him. And then this is what I was talking about with with getting a ball search in, in his pass rush, too. If this was week one, Tommy just would have gone for the sack. Now he goes for the ball search and the sack. Um, the, the officials did not call it a fumble, but but really? the ball comes loose. So, so you know, the point was made. Um, so, yeah, just another really good play. I think that thing was fumbling around in there before the knee hit, but we'll, yeah. we'll let it go. Let's get one more clip in here. Yeah, this is this is the semifinal game um, against the against a really good team, probably the best team in Sioux Falls um, besides ourselves last year. And now he's playing linebacker. He gets a down block read. You can see him shoot the gap unblocked and and, and make make the tackle. It's just a just a, a really good example of him reading his keys as a linebacker um, and then fitting his gap as hard as he can. Yeah, it's it's really well said. You can see where he, he sees it and then he just flies in to make the play. That, What's, what's he like as a tackler? How many missed tackles does does he have? Did he have last year? Yeah, you know I don't really know. I, I don't think very many. Um, you know when when there there were a couple times where, where Tommy's in space against the running back or receiver and he's making the tackle. So I think he's a pretty sure-handed tackler. If if I was going to put a guy out there, um, he'd be one of my first picks to to make a tackle when we needed it. We'll finish off on that one. And again, it's just a variety of plays is what makes him, I think, a really interesting and intriguing prospect. Uh, we're going to pull this off. Um, a couple more questions. Coach, again, I, I can't tell you how much I appreciate you jumping on the show, man. Um, let me bring this back up to make it look normal. There we go. Yeah. I'm going to take one more very quick break for our show or for our friends of the show. Come back, finish this conversation with Coach Benedetto. Coach, uh, with all the good guests, I always say this, we run out of time before we run out of questions. Um, and you certainly yeah. qualify into that category. So I really do appreciate it. Uh, come back really quick. And then we're going to finish off this interview with Coach Benedetto. But first, I do want to say thank you again to everybody who's tuned in. Everybody who's watching the show. Everybody's helping us build this community. And a special thanks to our friends of the show. All right, Coach, uh, we're going to finish up here. I, I want to actually talk a little bit about uh, people People talk a lot about the, the state of the game. It's a lot of changes at the high school level, the, the college level, uh, practice limits, NIL. What are kids like now coaching? Is it, is it different coaching kids now than when you first got into it five years ago, or is that process still relatively the same? Um, I don't think it's changed all that much, um, honestly. I think kids want to be – I think – at the core of it, kids want to be coached hard, right? They, they want to know that that what you're coaching them is going to help help them and help our team. And, and if you can do that and get across to them um, kind of the benefits of what we're doing and why we're doing it and then building relationships with kids along the way, I think I think at the core, kids haven't changed. The, the culture around them has, right? Um, so so we try our best to just build relationships with our kids, coach them up, and and, and hopefully they see results. When you say the culture around them has changed, are you talking about social media or? Yeah, I, I would say I would say 100 percent social media, um, especially with recruiting. Right. Um, I think there's there's a lot of kids that are in love with getting recruited and not in love with the idea of playing college football. 
And I think a lot of that has to do with the social media and the, and the likes and different things like that. Um, but, but yeah, I, I, I would, I would, I would probably, probably pinpoint it at that. What's, what's the biggest challenge coaching high school and why is it parents? It's not parents. No, we, we have a, we have a really, really awesome group of parents here at Jefferson. Um, so it's definitely not parents. I, th- I think the, the challenge is, is okay. Wisconsin can recruit the kids they want, right? They, they have a defense and an offense that they're going to run every year because they're going to recruit to those positions. Uh, we take what we can get in high school. So, so there's a lot of adjustments. There's a lot of learning that happens, which is kind of cool when, when we get college coaches coming in from all over, you can kind of pick their brain about how they use different schemes and things like that. So I think for us as high school coaches, we got to be able to adjust to our kids and put our kids in best positions. Uh, they can be in where I guess in college, you, you have an identity that you want to be and you're able to recruit to that identity. Is, is that something you, you maybe see, not to put you on the spot here, but in your future at some point as you continue your coaching career, is that where you'd like to go eventually? Or do you, are you really satisfied with where you're at? No, I, I love I love coach coaching high school football. My brother is the defensive coordinator at Northern Illinois. Um, and I see what his schedule is, you know, with, the, with camps in the summer and spring ball and recruiting. And then you add all the transfer portal in and stuff. You know, it's, it's nonstop for college coaches. Um, once our season's done, my, my football brain doesn't shut off, but I can kind of turn it on and off when I want to. You know what I mean? Um, the work I put in is kind of on my own time. I got two two young daughters um, and a wife, and, yeah, I'm not doing college football anytime soon. I love coaching high school. That's awesome, man. Um, last question here, and just kind of finish up the interview. Anything that we missed with, with Thomas Heiberger? Because we watched the film as Badger fans. What are we not seeing on film that you see every day that maybe we haven't talked about? Yeah, I kind of hit on it before. I just think his intangibles are, are what's going to make him a good player in college. I think he's he's going to contribute to Wisconsin's football program, not just because of his athletic ability, but because of who he is as a person, his work ethic, his competitiveness. You know, those those are things that you don't see when you, when they make the, the rankings for stars or whatever, or, or the number of offers a kid gets. I, I think Tommy's going to go into Wisconsin and he's going to work really hard. And, and I, I think that's going to make him – make him a really good football player. You know, you, you th- I think about, like I said, I, I kind of grew up, I grew up an hour and a half from Madison and I think about Wisconsin linebackers and kind of that, that work ethic and the mentality they play with. I think Tommy's going to fit right into that mold. Oh, Badger fans are stoked to hear that, man. Um, coach, thank you again so, so much for, for joining the show. Coach Vincent Benedetto, head coach for Thomas Heiberger. Um, we're smarter because you were here, which is always the goal. So thank you so much. Yeah. Thanks for having me on. All right, for everyone listening tomorrow, uh, we're going to Brian Smith coming on. we got Rajiv later today. So on Wisconsin, uh, really do appreciate it, and we'll talk later.